talk with Patricia from Kids for Kids. Hi, Patricia. How are you today? Very well, thank you. Delighted to talk to you, David. And you're standing up on a hill somewhere, I think, at the moment, aren't you? Actually, I'm sitting. I'm sitting on Cotmondine in Dorking, which is so beautiful, so green, so luscious, and so far away from Darfur, where it's anything but that, where it's arid and desert. Now, your, your organisation, which you founded, Kids for Kids, does a lot of work in Darfur, but what's this specific campaign about families needing soap? Well, you and I need soap. We're told that that's the best defence for all of us against the virus. Um, and I hope everybody is washing their hands every time they go in. Um, in Darfur, there is no health care. Imagine that. Not even paracetamol. They have no defence whatsoever. And sadly, inflation is over 100%. So they're struggling to feed their children. They cannot afford soap. And I was lying awake at night thinking, how can we possibly help? I can't bear the thought of mothers feeling they, that they're absolutely helpless. And obviously what we need to do urgently is to give them soap. And what we're doing at Kids for Kids, we're providing five bars of soap for every family in all our 105 villages. It's a huge amount. And I can tell you, just while I was walking to Cotlandy, I had a text from Khartoum to tell me that the lorry with 466,000 bars of soap has arrived in Darfur. That's fantastic news. That's brilliant. Well done. Well, our next job, of course, is to get all the villages um, to, to get the soap to the villages. Some of them will come to us. Some of them will come on their donkeys. Some of them will have to organise a delivery. Um, it, it, it's a huge, a huge thing to do. But the thought that every single village um, will, will have soap and, you know, enough for a family, hopefully to get them through that first wave that you and I, thankfully, ha ha have survived. Um, it, it only costs £20 to provide soap for 10 families. So £10 for five families, it's very easy. £380 for a whole village. Imagine that. Imagine that, how many lives you could save with that. With that. It's quite extraordinary. Um, so all I need to do now is to raise the money. Please, can people help? Um, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm desperate to save these children. <laughs> so now you have to find the cash to pay for what you've sent out there. Well, I, I, I do. I felt we couldn't wait. Um, you can't wait if somebody is, is likely to catch the virus. Um, sadly, we all know that it's the older people who succumb first. And the ghastly news from El Fasha, the, the regional capital, was that people were dying 10 or 12 every day. And they said the elderly. And do you know that was people who are 50 or above? 50 is elderly in, 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 in Darfur. So you can see we need to, we really need to help as quickly as we possibly can. Well, yes, I mean, we think we've had it bad enough in this country with coronavirus, but in, in the third world country where there just isn't the hospital treatment and uh, ventilators and everything else, it's, uh, it must be so frightening for people. Absolutely terrifying. I actually went in February um, and were, uh, visited a rural hospital. And, you know, they didn't even have a, 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 a working pair of stethoscopes. So uh, once we've sorted this, one of the appeals we'll put out is, is some basic medical equipment, really basic stuff that you and I take for granted. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it's really 
appalling the conditions. That's why I started Kids for Kids, because I had never seen such deprivation as, as in the remote villages of Darfur. You know, you and I know the story of the three little pigs and the wolf blowing down a, um, a straw hut. Um, well, this, this, they are literally living in straw huts. It, it, it's unbelievable. With, with no water, they have to walk miles for water, um, and yet there's water underground, as long as you can afford to, to dig for it. So I had to do something. You could not. Wow, yes. You sound, you sound an amazing person, Patricia. You just rolled your sleeves up and got on with it and then worry about the money later on. Well, I'm afraid there are some emergencies where actually you, you just have to do that and say a little prayer. And People actually are amazingly generous. You know, I think we all love our children. I, I'm a grandmother. I, I couldn't bear to think that my grandchildren, well, first of all, I couldn't feed them. And secondly, that I couldn't protect them from, from the virus. And I myself would be really at risk. I'm afraid of the virus. I don't know about everybody else, but I'm actually afraid of it. Well, yes. Um, and the thought of no health care. You know, think what we feel about our NHS here. Um, you know, it's really difficult. I tell you the other thing we do, which is absolutely a lifesaver. We're called Kids for Kids because it's actually goats for children. Um, because ah, what we do is find goats. We lend them, we don't give them, we lend them, we lend five to a family for two years, and they have the goat's milk immediately. Now, I'm sure you know that that's the nearest thing to, to, to mother's milk, yeah. um, so that you're most easily digested by babies. Um, and of course, if mothers are malnourished too, they can't feed their babies. So our goats are a real lifesaver, and they actually provide an income for the mothers, which means they can then make decisions for their families. And goats and eat our, anything, don't they? Uh, uh, yes, but also you don't let them eat anything. What you do is make sure they eat what it's, you know, they can eat, yet they're not destroying the crops, they're not destroying the desert. Um, and in case you're asking, David, of course we don't neglect the desert. We actually plant trees. Um, and I, I'll surprise you on this. We've planted 53,000 drought-resistant trees in Darfur. How about that? Wow. You're a busy lady, Patricia. Yeah, I have to say, I, I don't think anyone during, during this lockdown could have been as busy as I've been. I'm absolutely exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> it's non-stop. You need holiday afterwards. Um, I really do. Yes, thank you. But let's get that soap sorted first. So um, that's a priority. You know. Now, how can people help you? Well, if they go onto our website, and it's easy, it's kids for kids, kids, F-O-R, kids. .org.uk, um, then all they'll see to do is donate soap and just press the donate thing and you can donate soap. And as I said, it's £10 for five families, 20 for, for 10 and only 380 for a whole village. Imagine that. Absolutely extraordinary. Um, but I, I need a lot of people, please, David, get out there and tell people. The other thing is for people to tell people what we're doing. You know, we don't advertise. I don't want to use my valuable donations to advertise. So, you know, I keep my admin really low. But, of course, that means that I need everybody else to help. Yes, we're happy to help any time. David, I'm really grateful to you and lovely to talk to you. And I wish you could see where I'm sitting now in Dorking, this beautiful green. 
and then thinking about families in Darfur. And you're making me smile because you're helping me reach out to so many people. Thank you. My pleasure. Lovely to talk to you, Patricia. Thank you for talking to us today. And uh, if you want to help Patricia and the Kids for Kids, the people in Darfur, the website is kidsforkids.org.uk and you can make a small donation there to help out. And rather than sitting back waiting for the money to come in, Patricia has done it. She sent the truck out. It is there starting to distribute what the people need to protect themselves against the coronavirus. Thank you again. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye.